I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this is Digital Divination on the No Direction Network. back for episode 84 of digital divination did you Jason, forget what the show is called john <laughs> I, you know i was i was thinking i had uh, just been talking to somebody about presenting and i was going to mm. start going into my presenting intro <laughs> uh, but it's digital divination it's digital divination yes and uh we're recording on the monday of memorial day weekend which means it's the last day of pisocon 2023 the future well, i mean the present Oh, the present, probably. Yeah, Talking yeah, about the future in the present. The yeah. Yes, yes. And so, um, although we had discussed talking about your pistol dancer. Right, that's true. Yeah. Right? I yeah. thought instead, given the timeliness, we should talk about Pisacon and kind of maybe some of the things that got talked more about. Yeah, there's a lot of news, and you know, I think people want to talk about this a little more than anyone wants to hear about my my character concept. <laughs> okay, well, well, first of all, let's. Um, I, there were some basic announcements that were made uh, at at Pizacon. Um So, talking more about the hardcover books coming out, mm -hmm. the remastered books. Yep. Um, talking more about uh, the High Helm uh, Lost Omens book that mm -hmm, came out mm -hmm. uh and also a little bit more about uh, starfinder enhanced so mm -hmm. that was yeah. kind of announced that we would have that coming out including uh a uh new starfinder society adventure path hardcover right adventure path yeah the, that, the the first fully original hardcover adventure path volume i would say right. and that'll be out next year sometime but it yeah. involves mechs mm-hmm uh, and it's then called there's some Mechageddon. Mechageddon. Um and it, I know we'll talk more about it, but sure, yeah. you know, when when you hear that, it almost sounds like it's the end of the world. It very well might be. Yeah. Or worlds, right? For Starfighter. Yeah. <laughs> uh there's also a partnership with Steve Jackson Games, I, I heard about. Oh, yeah. I thought that was kind of exciting. Um are you familiar with that Pathfinder partnership? I mean, I know that we, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's, you know, Munchkin Pathfinder stuff and Munchkin oh. Starfinder stuff, right? That's Steve Jackson games. But this particular one is uh, uh, the card game Revolution, which I have played a couple times. Um, and it is uh, a Pathfinder version of that. I assume, yeah. I don't know if this was mentioned at all, but I assume it's sort of Galt themed in some way. I, oh, I don't know that. No, no, it actually, no, it isn't because it's actually, uh, I think I remember, I actually did hear something that it's kind of set in Corvosa around the sort mm. of time of the Curse of the Crimson Throne, AP right. began, began. Right. so uh, I think it's I more that. about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then also Pathfinder uh, AP 200 is mm -hmm. going to be a special, special mm -hmm. double-sized standalone adventure written yes. by James Jacobs, who That's right. kind of started everything in the first place. He sure did. Adventure he sure Paths. did. Yeah. So I... lots of cool stuff. 
Yeah, that's cool stuff. I I remember editing or being part of the editing team for Pathfinder Adventure Path number 100, and that being a big, huge deal. And now they've doubled that number, and it made me feel a little old, but uh, <laughs> probably not as uh, as as old and weary in his and his bones as James Jacobs, who was there from course from Pathfinder Adventure Path number one. Mm-hmm. Now at uh, over Pisacon, what did you do with the? convention here anything duty wise or fun wise i mean a, a little bit of both i had a, a ask me anything thread on yeah. the on the PaizoCon discord and asked some 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 good questions and some good uh, interactions there um i believe someone said that they uh, really enjoyed um whatever this show is called when it's on on youtube uh gaming divination is the gaming YouTube, divinations yeah. gaming yes yeah. gaming divinations um and i i thank them for that um, so that was that was nice. Um, ask, answered a couple fun questions. I uh, showed off a couple pictures of geese uh, that I had taken over the weekend. Um, and then I did a couple panels yesterday, back to back. I did a mysteries and role playing games panel with the uh, ever uh, effusive James Jacobs, and then I did an ask the Paizo GMs kind of uh, Q and A panel with Shay um, Snow and uh, uh, Simone. Sally. So, um, yeah, um, that was fun. It was good times. Uh, I was also playing a lot of board games with, uh, people outside of PaisoCon over the weekend yeah. too. So I was sort of dipped in and out. Cool. Uh, did you happen to talk anything about like puzzles and puzzle hunt? Um, we didn't know. So this, this year <laughs> did not have a puzzle hunt. Um, right. and, but you talked uh, about we, not having it. We and, did mention uh, <laughs> that there would be none this year. Yeah, that's okay. correct. Because, uh, uh, you know, Ron helped out the, for a couple of years as well, and he's gone, then I was gone, and there wasn't really enough time for for anyone to, to throw this together. There was a brief sort of discussion, you know, about a month ago, and it was like, that's not enough time <laughs> to, to do anything. Mm. So uh, uh, we're hoping that it comes back next year. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, I did I, usually at conventions. I do mostly organized play stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, at PaisaCon, it's really cool. They they released the Starfinder special for organized play, yeah. and this year's five ninety nine. It was going back to Sangora's uh, Bulwark, which is the former fortress base of the um, Exo Guardians. And there had been a couple previous society adventures related to that. And so now the special kind of goes back to there and go back and retake the bulwark. So that was, mm-hmm. that was kind of fun. I, I got to play with a bunch of players that I've actually GM through several specials before uh, oh. at other conventions. So they came back and, and so it was a, a good time at my table. And then this year for the first time, I decided to do some HQ spots um, where mm-hmm. you kind of help organize, organize play getting people yeah. in the slots, making sure tables are covered and if somebody doesn't show up, getting uh, fill in for the GM or, you know, people want to, uh, like when we're in person and in, in uh, PaisaCon, they will physically manage the walk-ups here sure. in the online, we have to digitally manage the walk-ups. So people post, <laughs> they're looking for a game, then we got to match them up with games and, and things like that. So, so that was kind of cool to see that behind the scenes, uh, which mm-hmm. I hadn't really thought of how much work it is yeah. uh you know for the volunteers yeah. that, that do that man definitely definitely a lot of work now, did those uh players that you you ran this through the special uh were did they come and seek you out or did they did you happen to get matched up with people who you had run for before well the way uh signups work now um since 
we've gone to online, right? Versus when you're when you're in person, it was all kind of a random draw. You said what tables you right, want to go yeah. in, maybe you got them. Now in Warhorn, you pick the time slot, the game or scenario being played, and the GM. Okay. And so these were all people I had played with before. They had either um, happened to have me or had picked me before, and then they all right, picked yeah, me yeah. again. Um, uh-huh. And and you know one of the things I I commented to them I thank them all for choosing my table because I know they have choices when it comes to uh, you know GMing <laughs> so I do I do appreciate it because one of the things for me I'm very choosy now about who I play with at conventions so oh, I will look good. to see yeah I'll look to see which game is being offered if I know the GM if I don't know the GM I usually keep looking till I know the GM. Okay, fair. Um, I mean, you know, yeah. you you have it's your time at a con. You yeah. want to have it not be uh, squandered in any fashion. So you pick some people you know you're gonna give you a good time. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's just at this particular convention, we had a lot of new people GMing. Mm. Um, I, I don't know what what has changed. It was surprising, and so a lot of people I did not recognize. <laughs> okay. And consequently, I didn't end up playing any games because oh, I was busy. Well, well, yeah, you know, you're busy. You're busy. You were busy. Yeah, I'm doing five or six hours volunteering, and then after right. that, I don't really feel like doing another five hours. It's tough, you know. It sounds like online. it would be tiring. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, when you go to an in-person convention, you're there all day for three days. Then yeah. you kind of end up doing more. But now I'm here at home, and I got work to mm-hmm. do, and you know, I got a stack of papers over there. Actually, I have to finish grading for tomorrow and, <laughs> and stuff. So, yeah, fair. But anyway, that's that was kind of my Pisacon, uh, and that was yours. Great. Yeah, I thought we would touch on something in particular. And uh, first of all, I gotta uh, I gotta pay thanks to uh, Krayos One Twenty Five on the Starfinder Reddit, who mm-hmm. compiled. Yeah. All the Starfinder enhanced news from Pizacon online. And I That's thought good. we would talk about that. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and this is all about the Starfinder enhanced book, which was announced. Mm-hmm. And some of the basic things that were going to be covered or were talked about previously by Paizo. But yeah. this was a kind of a opening it up quite a bit, talking more specifically yeah. about things in there. Yeah. Um, was there anything uh, that was revealed now that mm-hmm. particularly struck your fancy or interest that you couldn't talk about or didn't even maybe didn't know about before? Um, that's a good point. I mean, I, that the fact that I mean that they're taking some of these uh, AP playable species um, yes. that I had worked on in the past and, and moved them over mm-hmm. into sort of a core hardcover book, which gives them a little more upfront uh, um, visibility. Um, I think that's always fun. Um, and the fact that, you know, I, I don't remember if I remember if I knew this before or not, but playable holograms. Yes. I didn't be, know. you know, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> fair enough. Um, uh, and, uh, but, but it, it's just striking me as, is something that is, uh, new, obviously it's, it's new, it's new for this book, but it, it didn't sound familiar to me. Um, and so that's exciting. You can finally play uh, Rimmer red dwarf in starfinder and mm-hmm. anytime we can throw in a red dwarf reference in starfinder i'm all there <laughs> yeah it's kind of nice how you know some of these species were ones that were just from the uh, alien species card deck 
Oh yeah, and those they, are good too. Yeah, right. And um, some of those in um, interstellar species, they kind of brought to life mm-hmm. more and mm-hmm. gave you a two-page spread. And it looks like that's being continued here with the mm-hmm. Novians, which had been announced before. These right. playable it's holograms new. called the uh, Elania. I'm not sure. Playable hologram yeah. with an AI core and hard light body. I love hard, hard light. Body. I just I think love that's the phrase really cool. hard light. Yes. I think it's, <laughs> it's always very evocative. Yeah. It tells you exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, Librians, um, which had has, have been in adventure paths, but not necessarily as a playable species developed. Um, no, I think from the from early on. No, oh, maybe you're right. I remember they, 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 their stat block being in like Dead Sons number three. Right, right but they but don't, don't have the, the big them. spread. That, that, that's yeah. the big yeah, thing yeah. is building it out. Like they also have uh, uh, Endiphians, which I know is a playable species, but again, they have, you know, they're uh, shapeshifters, yeah. right? They don't, they don't have a big spread like that. And then the Moishu, which mm-hmm. um, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it might be of Japanese flavor. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are a fae race. Oh, a fae. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they they kind of uh, have, uh, they're really connected to their emotions. They have like an emotion, emotional core uh, that they uh, access. And I believe uh, you can find them in Fly Free or Die because there's a, a, a particular set of side jobs oh. articles that sort of based around right. their world. Yeah. Um, and some of the things or something like that. And you meet one and so, Oh, well, let's throw the, the person who wrote that wanted to, which I, I'm sorry, I can't remember. Wanted to add the, the, the have this was also had a, an alien archive entry and wanted to be like, Oh, let me connect the two. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's connect the two. And then came up with this playable species, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. And then they, this new one. And again, I, I don't recall seeing this anywhere. This scare dates. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this one is <laughs> at all. I mean, it looks like a, uh, I, I don't know, I thought it it looked like a really cute, almost like a cross between a Skittermander and a Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> it does look it, like that, yeah. You, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, It has yeah. a sonic breath weapon, ability called Gregarious, can fly with clumsy maneuverability, they hold guns with the power of magic and love. I is is that a Pokemon description? <laughs> um, I mean, except I mean, yeah. most Pokemon yeah. don't have guns. Oh yeah, uh, uh, with the power but, of yeah. love, power and love. But they have the power of love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I thought that was uh, that was kind of interesting uh, when you kind of mentioned that. Um, you know, looking through uh, other things that <laughs> I I I thought were particularly interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really interested in the. Uh, Narrative combat, the, mm. uh, which they talk about um, for starship changes, and, mm-hmm, and really mm-hmm. all that um, is mentioned there is uh, it's basically providing rules for lighter, more abstract. I'm thinking theater of the mind, yeah. uh, starship combat with more flavor, uh, skill check driven. Which mm-hmm. I think you know, if you think of starship combat already, it's already skill check driven but yeah, it's it more is. tactical i yeah. think this is going to be more theater of the mind role play skill check driven um, well but well, I, john I, I i can tell you that you're pretty right because i did write that um 
I did write that section. <laughs> so okay. I want to tell you, I don't want to spoil everything because the book's not out yet. And, you know, still yeah. under sort of NDA and whatever, but I yeah. did write that section and yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty spot on there. Um, okay. it, I mean, it's what that sort of says. It's, it's, it's a lot more narrative. It's a lot more free, free flow and, and right. uh, mostly based on sort of like what you want to do and make a skill check for it. Right. And not sort of nice. giving specific actions that you right. can do. It's just sort of like how you want to affect the starship combat role skill. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. And yeah. And uh, for the record, I knew you wrote that. I wasn't going to go oh, and pull it out and, and do enough. all that, given I saw all the you know the scheduling and stuff. I didn't know yeah. we were at the point that we can actually talk about it. But you being on the inside, yeah, you probably know what made it in. So, <laughs> well, I mean, again, but like that's yeah. like uh, I think maybe the only thing I worked on for this um, with this book. Okay. And I don't really remember much about anything else that's going in it. So, um, okay. or maybe even didn't even notice, but that was just something I just, I, since it's been fully announced, I think I can say that I wrote it. Hopefully I can right. say that I wrote it. Well, whatever. Well, but it's yeah, too late. You did. Now I've said it. Well, if you, if, if they decide that they don't want you to say it, just let me know before oh, Thursday, Yeah, Wednesday night. Uh, Wednesday afternoon, I'll edit this out. If you're hearing this, it's probably because I forgot to ask. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that thing that you wrote, and I have been yeah, looking. Hopefully. And and I've had so many people talk about, oh, I hope they see this or whatever. And it's like, I can't say anything about that. I mean, right. they know narrative <laughs> combat's in there. What do they think that is? I mean, I'm just, I'm guessing, but it's it's got to be not tactical combat, right? If it's yeah, narrative. The, so. <laughs> the definition, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we've had examples of that through adventures, especially in scenarios mm -hmm. where you've had a series of skill checks, um, you know, to get away, to, right. to win out or do whatever, and rather than to actually have to do the chase rules, the combat rules and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I just assume. Um, the Starship chase rules that are in Starship Operations Manual are pretty slim down too, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, even doing those it just, but that, that is more of like trying to get from one place or another, trying to get away right. from something. This is full on a sort of like, you want to have the fight, but you don't want to get into the, the hex based combat. Right. Right. All right. So, uh, we talked about the species, uh, a couple themes were mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, the rancher, the vid gamer, uh, the personal trainer, and they give a, a, a picture of a skittermander and 80s garb <laughs> yeah real lycra bodysuit situation yeah. and those weight those tiny weights mm -hmm. i love it it's ridiculous yeah no no I, I think so too um some new archetypes armored visionary kind of like a, a hell knight signifier um an auto sight that's interesting hmm. you have your own okay. personal soundtrack <laughs> okay Interesting. So it's like, I, I, I'm almost thinking like a, almost like a voiceover or, you know, something in the mm. background that, you know, when you change your mood or change your action, uh, that it, yeah. you know, but I wonder you if could, it plays out loud too. I would think so. I'd hope so. Um, but maybe you've just got, or maybe you got it in an earbud and you're just pumping yourself up. Yeah. Just call that the, yeah, the, 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 the getting yourself pumped up ability. Mm-hmm. Um, Exalted Champion. What do you think that's about? Uh, sounds like gods and stuff to me. Uh, you so know, like, it sounds. 
Bringing a you know, Pathfinder like, champion? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No, I don't. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> they could go that way. Um, I mean, there was a divine something. What? It's listed here. It says uh, there is a divine champion, I think a divine champion archetype that already exists in Starfinder. Mm-hmm. But tied, well, that one is tied to specific gods. Maybe this one is not tied to specific gods, but is more just sort of like from the power of your own oh. self, you've become a champion. You know, you've exalted yourself. Because like, um, I know it doesn't necessarily have to have anything to do with this, but I'm trying, I'm remembering the, the uh, that exalted the exalted role playing game, which is a little bit about going super Saiyan and, and that. Oh, kind of stuff. So maybe yeah. it's a little bit more like like internal reservoirs of power instead of mm-hmm. external. Oh, that's actually not what I was thinking. I was actually thinking. Oh, okay. With with the orc, you know, they're going to have to like divorce uh, champions from deity uh, from from not deities but from alignments, and yes. so maybe this was you know, taking some part of whatever was going on with uh, the Pathfinder Remastered version. I don't know. I don't know, maybe, but I think this, I don't remember, but did they say whether this book is going to be published under the OGL? I think it is going to be I think it the is. OGL. I think it is, yeah. 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 So, no, I was just, you know, when I see Champion, I'm just thinking, oh, okay. Um, Major League Coach. With abilities <laughs> like Huddle, Trick Play, Playbook. That sounds like a strategist. A little bit of a strategist. Yeah, I so. hope that whatever art they got for that archetype is vaguely reminiscent of Ted Lasso. Yes, yes. I was thinking about that exactly. That would be great. Yeah. Have you have you been watching the current season? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm enjoying it. I know. I'm, I'm a little worried about Tuesday. Oh, well, because it's the finale? Yeah. Okay. You're going to cry? Cry about it, probably. Yeah, yeah me too. Much crying happens. It's a very emotional show, but they're really setting up a couple of things here, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, with Nate and then Ted, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, they also have um, counselor who helps others work through their stress and terror. Oh, hey, you know what? I want that. I'm actually uh, playing a uh, uh, well. I'm playing as a biohacker. Uh, yeah. but I took profession counselor, um, to be essentially, um, the, the ship's counselor. Um, I did, I didn't mean to do this, but I ended up making Dr. Miglimo from Lower <laughs> Decks because I yeah. made, I, I did a, I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to be a biohacker and I want to, I'm also the medic, but I'm also want to yeah. be, you know, uh, the, in, pick a, pick a species that has the right bonuses. And I ended up on Spraxa. And then I did the whole thing, and then I went, wait a minute. I just made Dr. Migley. Well, I'm going to go full into it, make him a counselor and everything. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I wonder what um, uh, what special things you would get with that. Hmm. It's oh. probably some getting rid of conditions, like frightened and whatnot. Probably maybe, maybe a little bit of giving back stamina, like a pep talk kind of situation. Oh, I like that. Like, a, like yeah. an envoy. Yeah. That's a guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have another one, uh, uh, Menagerie Manager. Um, hmm. The, the Beastmaster. Yeah, Beastmaster. Yeah, master. the Beastmaster, yeah. the Beast Trainer kind of situation, but just with a different alliterative name. Yeah, we don't have a lot of, um, of, uh, what, pets. I don't know, what, what do we call them in Starfinder? Mm-hmm. Not pets. They're called companions. Companions. Yeah, we don't have a lot of animal companions for uh, that 
that you can use and do stuff with. Like there's no mount, right? And you don't have a lot of, you know, well, big summons that you do stuff with. So, I mean, some of that companion stuff. There's there's ways to get it into the being a mount. There's ways to doing yeah. it being a, a, a All right. almost like a, an animal companion from from like druid or ranger or whatever. But there's mm-hmm. it's sort of paths, but it's all sort of under the same umbrella of companion. Yeah. It's a lot of feats, though, when you do the commands. It if you it's you burn not burn, use up a lot of feats. Yeah, for doing yeah, that. Yeah. I remember Ron in um, when we were playing through Dawn of Flame. He got a Squawks companion, sure, uh, Nippy the Squawks, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So he he used you know several feats to buff up Nippy, and so he had extra attacks and you know think things like that. <laughs> Speak speaking of, I just want to. Do a quick sidetrack here. Just speaking of animal companions, speaking a little bit about the uh, uh, the, the OGL and the orc. Um, since Ports of Call is fully out, yes, I'm now I'm now a little sad that uh, the companion I wrote into Galarian World article, the pot bellied bullet, is gonna have to kind of go away a little bit in the future, probably uh, when when orc comes down because we can't have bullets. And so oh, yeah. maybe they'll say, yeah, but I was really, I was really pleased with myself to come up with that idea yeah. that yeah. people yeah, yeah. were like, oh, let's raise, let's, people have no idea what they were in the past. Let's raise these as, you know, pets and they're, you know, <laughs> small to begin with. And then they get too big and it's a hassle. Like, a, like people buying like, you know, teacup pigs and, and not realizing right. that, oh, maybe they're not actually teacup pigs, they're actually pigs and pigs get <laughs> huge. Yeah, no, what, what could you what could you call it instead? I mean, it's shaped like a bullet, so you know. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that uh, I, 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 you know, bullets are just gonna. I mean, they, I, I, like they're just gonna have to be taken out. Whole. I don't think you can rename them and have the have it not still be people. Go, oh, that's just a bullet. You know, like you'd have to come up with a different thing entirely, essentially, and and then right, it right. doesn't have the same cachet. Yeah. Well, it's a it shame, but it's also, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a shame, but it, you know, it's just, it's got to be what it's got to be. Well, we probably have three years or so before we got to worry about that. So let's, you know, let's I enjoy mean, it while you we can, can get it in. Yeah. Have it, get it in your Starfinder game. Get your pop belly bullet companion. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and there's 90 new feats in Ooh, uh, Starfinder feats. Enhance. Oh, any of those um, that they have uh, announced? Uh... I couldn't help but notice that there's like these. There's a couple here that are like uh, vaguely related um, uh, about gag gift and comedic timing, which definitely seem like they're trying to definitely. If you want to play your 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 stuff in a character that likes to yuck it up, yeah, um, perfect. Just get those. Well, the the gag gift, uh, you know, dirty trick never really excited me in. In Starfinder, but a dirty trick where you put a oh, grenade yeah. on someone—that's a classic Fallout maneuver. Yeah, I, think, yeah right? I like that. Is that in something else? It just sounds so. It's just putting a grenade on someone sounds real familiar. I think probably, I'm thinking probably. Yeah, I'm thinking Fallout. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I mean that. I mean that. I mean, look. I mean, it's it's got a real innocuous name, gag gift, but that is a dangerous thing to do. Wow, arcane repost. If you fail to cast a spell because of attack of opportunity, you deal seven times the spell level damage to the attacker. There you go. That's that's not well. I guess the spell levels only go up to what seven, six, six. six. So it's forty-two damage at most at twenty, yeah. uh, whatever eighteenth level. 
But still, it's better than nothing, you know? Yeah. You know, it's something, getting like off that. a little something. And I assume, I'm sure I assume it uses up your reaction. Yeah. That seems that. like yeah. you'd have to do that. Yeah. Starship aficionado. No, aficionado. Aficionado. You can inspire people without a check. Once per... Oh, so instead you, of doing the, the captain action, yeah, I guess you can yeah. so, like, so like, anybody could do it as a feat. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seems that way. Yeah. No, that's, that's kind of nice. Uh, Lay Leech. You gain spell slots when you counter spell. No, I like that one. Mm. Oh, that's a nice one. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that one a lot, actually. Yeah. So just basically not ha- getting, that, getting something back because you're going to have to use a spell to counter spell, right? right? Yeah. yeah, interesting. Maybe you, maybe you don't get the full spell, but maybe you get a lower spell lot. Probably spell a lower spell lot worth level. or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. spell gem eater? Just eat a spell gem if you want your spell slots back. Just crunch on them. <laughs> crunch them up. Oh, oh well. That this isn't this isn't to get them back. This is to get a bonus spell slot. So anybody? Well, yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> a bon- You think you think? Oh, you think you just get a bonus? Just to something, to a floating second level spell or whatever, even if you don't cast spells. That's interesting. Oh, probably not. You probably it probably requires the ability to cast spells. Yeah, I would I would think. But it, now the the thing is, there's some there's some abilities that give you just like low level, you know, first level spells or something. Yeah. If if that's all you needed, and you could consume a sixth level spell mm-hmm. gem, then uh, no, you probably still need the. The caster level to do. I don't know. I don't Maybe. know how that would work. Well, well, we'll find out. We'll definitely find yeah. out. It vaguely reminds me of the one of my one of the weirder PF one archetypes, which is like Tome Eater, hmm. where mm-hmm. you would yeah be be a. Uh, it was in the it was in the the occult book where you and I think it was for not Mesmeris for the other one, uh, Medium or something. Uh, mm-hmm. No, the one that had all the stuff. Uh, wasn't Thaumaturge? It's Thaumaturge now, but before it was a cultist. It was called cultist. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, you just like there's a picture of just someone going chomping down on a book, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, the gem would be easier, but harder on your teeth, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quicker, but quicker to get down. Maybe you could swallow them whole. Get a big glass of water. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We don't really talk about how big spell gems are. I think. Yeah. You think higher level spells would have like massive gems, right? I mean, they don't have to. <laughs> it's you know, your your phone doesn't get bigger the the more stuff it has in it necessarily. Yeah. Well, maybe spell chips would be better because they you know they would be like deep fried, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, crunch them up, dip them in some <laughs> some guacamole, and and eat them. All right, uh, so they have some class remakes: uh, mm-hmm. the enhanced envoy. Solarian, Technomancer, and Witch Warper. And they actually have new art for um, samples of those. Mm. The art that's clipped in here is kind of a little low res because it's pulled from the, the actual right, yeah. uh, screen, you know. But uh, I thought the Enhanced Envoy actually looked pretty cool, looked pretty yeah. fightery. Um, soldiery, I guess, you know. Yeah, big yeah, old yeah. Uh, shoulder spikes. and Big old shoulder spikes, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Always, always uh. a winner. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that <laughs> the Witch Warper stuff is uh, one of the ones that I definitely think need the the the, the, enha- the biggest enhancements because of the way it sort of uses up too many of your spell slots and to do the things that you want to do with it. So it's a little bit of a misstep. 
on the original design. Yeah. So, well, and it's great to to acknowledge that and say, hey, yeah. how how can we make it so more people want to play it and it's it's more mm -hmm. playable, more fun? I mean, it's it's not about saying, hey, we got to stand true to what we wrote because that's what that's what's canon, but more, hey, let's yeah. make it fun, you know? Exactly. I mean, it, uh, games can be living things, and you know, we we don't complain when like a video game gets a, a an update, right? A patch. So. I mean, right. people do because <laughs> MMOs and whatever. Oh, you nerfed my powers. Um, but, you know, for the most part, yeah, it's okay to, to change things up, especially um, when you can and you have the time and the uh, ability to, to go back into the guts and fix the patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For Witch Warper, you know, the, the base ability Infinite Worlds here now taking, you don't have to burn spell slots right now. You yeah. kind of get some free usage per day and, uh, has some other things that you can do with it, so so that sounds <clears throat> sounds like it's fun. Uh, good. Also, go ahead. So it sounds good. Yeah, they've uh, kind of done some jiggering to the Technomancer, um, so you oh, get yeah. some feature buffs. Kind of nice. Um, the Technomancer was always the one that was a little um, didn't exactly have a full like identity like mm -hmm. it was just kind of like yeah, you pick some magic hacks you know like all the other stuff was like you pick a connection or a fighting style or you you know go one way or the other on a certain tree um like the, with the mechanic right is you're a drone or a exocortex but but, but technomancer was always just kind of like here's some stuff. i mean the envoy is kind of like that too here's some stuff but the envoy had a more focused you knew what you know you know the things you could do with it but the technomancer was just some magic stuff and so definitely good that they're uh bolstering that up a little mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with the solarian i'm not sure if they're doing something with the uh ability score issues yeah. right so you typically you'd have to have your uh charisma high mm -hmm. and maybe strength or dex and then maybe con and yeah so you know basically having to go with three rather than two like most classes would do yeah uh they didn't really address that they did talk about how to make charisma more relevant because i think people tend to not pump that as much as strength uh, right. or dexterity depending on if you were ranged solarian or not so um so i think that's kind of interesting yeah uh, it was only good for your dcs on your abilities the charisma and that right. and obviously resolve points in general but mm-hmm mm-hmm uh, combat meditation, so you can do that uh, in combat. I'm guessing rather than out of combat, you know, gain your meditation well, you, benefits. Yes. So. Well, you can't attune. You can't get attunement outside of combat as a slayer. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, maybe I was thinking something. There's something else where they can spend ten minutes. Uh, that's the sidereal influence. I think. Yeah, the sidereal influence would be to spend ten minutes, get a little yeah. bonus on skills for another. Is it like yeah. an hour? or so or something like that yeah but that's not that's not this then uh, no this is this thing. is to get yourself more attuned to take full action it looks like right uh instead yeah. of so you don't have to wait to round three um round one you do this you're now you're up to two and then the next round you're three doing the math right and then you can immediately explode so right and there's an ability that you can explode after two rounds too so this is hmm. basically something that if you put those together you're you could be one round do it but there's 
Well, you still have to do full action yeah. is to yeah. do this ahead anyway. So yeah. you, yeah. So it'll be the so next round. Take two rounds. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then yeah. that's yeah. then you'll be up any one anyway because it, right. Yeah. So interesting uh, with that. Yeah. I mean, you so. know, people, you know, Starfinder fights don't necessarily last. Might not last three rounds, and you still might want to get off the the, the big explosion uh, as a Solarian because that's what you, you know, <laughs> do mm-hmm. as that class. And and with the envoy, which I think the envoys actually was was pretty pretty strong before, but mm-hmm. I like this inspiring combo. You can do a full action uh, to use an attack and one of your your improvs, because basically in the past when you're doing an envoy, you have to take special abilities and feats yeah. so that you could do improvs as a move action, so you could still do a standard action and a move action. And so yeah. this, I like this. So you don't not spending a lot of feats on these kind of shortcut things. So Well it was always I don't know if it was some of them were feats, but some of them were just they just you had to wait till you get to sixth level or right. sixth or level or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they would just sort of up, upgrade themselves. But you know, doing it a little bit early on so that when you were playing your first or second right. level uh, envoy you don't have to be uh uh get him but not you well, know get him you can can you always shoot get him was always you can do get him it was inspiring boost it was inspiring boost right yeah but well the the thing i'm thinking about when i when i say feats is so one of the things i like to do as an envoy is demoralize and mm-hmm. so normally it's a standard action if you want it as a move action you have to do a quick demoralize and there are similar skills that you can have that kind of do something um uh so it's like uh similar demoralization skills that you could do but you have to take something extra if you want to do them faster, not as a mm-hmm. as a standard action. And so here, enabling you basically to do that, that's pretty cool, even though there might be a little recharge. Um, of course, so you can't yeah. do it every round. So shouldn't be able to do it every round because then that would negate all the other <laughs> right. parts. Why of the would class you do all that other stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why would you ever do anything so, else? You would just do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so the classes look like they're pretty cool. Um they got some new spells out there, it looks like. Um mm-hmm. Some new creature companion things. Sounds cool. Great. Uh, yeah. Uh, the gear, I think the the biggest thing about the gear is the scaling equipment rules. Yes, that is that is huge. So at, uh, I know one thing that they are hyping up a lot because it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a whole new thing. It's 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 for not having to buy equipment every other round, every other level or whatever. Yeah, graphs to put on your armor to change. Uh, it's concept, super bulky, heavy duty, things like that. That's okay. interesting. Um, also, uh, weapon and armors gain perks if you attach special okay. things, special things on them. So, like upgrades or fusions or something, but yeah. they're a perk instead. Maybe they're not. They're just like minor little thing, cute things, rather Maybe. than you know, uh, weapon things. charms. Um, yeah, if you play like uh, like Call of Duty and stuff like that, you can always like upgrade your gun to have a little thing dangling off it, or put a sticker yeah. on it, or something. <laughs> yes. Um, one interesting thing here is you can pay a bit beyond the upgrade cost to exceed the limits, upgrade limits, because mm, okay. it's capped. You know, if you, especially if you have a like a low low level weapon you really like, it's a fifth level weapon. Well, you only can put up to like a level five fusion or two and a three or whatever. Right. Yeah. And sometimes on a low level weapon, a whole bunch of low level fusions are useful, you know, cause mm. you're it's not, you're not getting it for the damage, but some special thing that you want to be right, able to yeah. do with it. 
So, um, so that'd be neat. Uh, we talked about starships already. And then the last thing, um, some GM tools here. So, yes. What's, um, now I remember that I did write something else for this book all oh. of a sudden. Um, but, um, uh, it's in this sort of section. Uh, uh, I did that one. I think I did that on the clock actually, but, um, uh, there's, there's, uh, what's good about all the stuff. There's like stuff on milestone leveling. There's stuff on, uh, basically the changing the DC scaling at higher levels, um, which mm. I was need to tweak, um, more stuff on resolve points for everyone that they can use uh because um it's always a weird thing that some classes have some stuff that have resolve points that you can spend it to do and some classes don't um depending on where you're getting your your powers from um and then you might end up with a lot of resolve right. points and nothing to do with them uh so this mm-hmm. is good to have extra sort of base abilities and the uh, the 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 ever vaunted uh and much loved for Pathfinder second edition is the free archetype uh, role mm-hmm. and putting getting that in the Starfinder, which is fun too, because they all have, um, you know, every time you take an archetype in Starfinder, you're you're sacrificing some of your class options. Yes, yes, a neat little um way that that uh, could work in Starfinder. Yeah, no, I there there are a couple archetypes I really archetypes I really like, and so mm-hmm. if if we can get those without having to lose too much stuff, that's yeah. that'll be fun. That that I, I will. Go back yeah. and revisit those because of that. So neat. Yeah, indeed. And you know, some archetypes are only just like you get like one thing, right? Like what was that? It was like free trader or something like that. You get something, one thing, give up one thing to get the this thing that it levels itself up, not having to get mm-hmm. rid of other things. But then there's the other ones that are a lot of things that are fully replaced. And then there's the archetypes that say you can take these at whatever level or not take your regular class level. So mixing all that up and just sort of giving, say, hey, you have a free archetype and have fun. Get, your, get yeah. yourself a little more stuff you can do as a character. So a lot of a lot of stuff was talked yeah, a about. Lot of stuff enhanced, yeah, yeah, and and this is, you know, when you look at what they what they've talked about, you know, this is maybe maybe a tenth of what's in the book. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's so there's a lot more. Yeah, you know, sure. a whole lot yeah, more, yeah. Um, and th- there's not much detail that they no they yeah, didn't yeah. just kind of talk about it generally conceptually. So. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. October can't come soon enough. Well, we're going to just have to wait, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Well, and the other big Starfinder news was the uh, Mechageddon. Right. The Mechageddon AP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, going to be, I mean, you know, uh, Jenny Jarzabski developed uh, To Defy the Dragon, which is a big mech adventure. So it should be no surprise that uh, she enjoys mechs um, and uh, wanted to do this uh, mech-based AP. Uh, it takes place on Daimalko, which is the kaiju mm-hmm. planet, essentially, and they have, you know, sort of known to have mechs as well. Uh, so there's going to be some of that early on. Um, and it starts, the interesting thing, if I get this right, I think it starts at third level. Yeah, I thought it was I 3 to 18 yeah. is what I thought. 3 to 18. It goes a little higher yeah. than the normal ones and it starts a little later. So you're you're yeah. it's it's a bit of an experiment on on a lot of levels. Um uh, it is, you know, a hardcover. Um it is cramming a lot more levels into what I think is only going to be three adventures, but they might be a little bit bigger than they would be wow. if they were in wow. a um a uh, a uh, 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 standard Starfinder AP. Yeah, um, and again, you know, here's the thing. But when you put them all in a hardcover, how many adventures that is, or, you know, how many parts it comes in, doesn't really. It could be five parts, and it could be the same level range, right? Like you, you right. have the page count to do whatever you want uh, with it. 
Um, and you know, uh, with the word again attached to it, like you said, there's probably some apocalypse <laughs> stuff going on. Uh, yeah. I think there's some, some demon stuff. Um, sort of like a small sort of behind the scenes tidbit is, um, uh, uh, I was, I was still, I was still doing management stuff when, when Jenny pitched this and we spent a, a, a fair amount of time trying to get a name that wasn't already something else, right? There's already <laughs> Mech Warrior and Mech War and Mech this yeah, and Mech that. Yeah. Like so many things. We got to have Mech in the title because that's what, you know, it'll tell you yeah. what it is. So there was a lot of going back and forth. And when uh, uh, Jenny pitched that, she's like, I don't know if this is good enough. And we're like, no, it's great. Don't you dare. It's hilarious and I love it. So uh, push that. And, uh, uh, you know, that's been sort of, uh, with all of the sort of, um, remaster stuff and the orc stuff has happened i think some of the starfinder stuff has been kind of like spaced out a little bit more and pushed pushed a little bit so mm-hmm. um uh, uh to so because you know and with you know <laughs> me leaving and 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 uh joe Pacini moving on to the to, to to sort of doing board games and john compton moving on to doing the pathfinder ap's it was a little bit of staffing issue so we had that i'm pretty sure that had to get sort of like let everything take a little longer to to, right. to simmer and cook but um it does look like it's gonna be fun 2024 though we gotta wait that I long know, we gotta wait we gotta wait till next year basically it's <laughs> it's um but uh from now you can take a look at the cover i think there's a cover image that's been yeah, presented yeah, yeah. and and console yourself with that uh uh awesome art for a little bit yeah oh for sure yeah well this is this has been a good a good quick uh recap of uh yes. the starfinder stuff at uh yeah 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 from Pisacon. And uh, I, I'm, you know, I miss the live in-person Pisacon, but I think yeah. overall it's probably easier for a lot of folks to mm-hmm. to be involved, you know, both yeah. running panels, watching panels, yeah. playing games, running games. So there's... All, yeah. All those, all that stuff. I know though was often re- recorded by like uh, No Direction and, and yes. put on, on the podcast feed. But now all of the stuff is on Twitch and and build, the VODs will be on Twitch and then I think they'll eventually get lo- uploaded to YouTube. So if you missed yeah. any of the stuff from 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 this weekend, you'll you'll be able to watch it probably by next weekend or something like that. Well, the Twitch stuff, um, I think we need to stream on Twitch. Now this, I'm I'm still pretty new at this. Hmm. I think it actually saves it. Yes. on the channel for 14 days right before you have to do something to it and either save it longer or put it somewhere else so right i think the twitch streams all of them from the weekend should still be up if people want to go, go and check them out that would be yeah. i haven't had time to go and i was actually going to look at them between finishing my headquarters thing and getting here but i actually right. had to take a short break <laughs> so that's fair that's didn't fair. have time yeah but i will I will. I will this week. Check them out. And see. Check yes. them out. There's that Starfinder Nuts and Bolts panel, I think, is the one you probably want to... Uh, I don't know if that, that... I don't think that's the Q&A, but that is the one that they talked a lot of uh, about this stuff. Cool. A lot of previews. Yeah. For sure. Well, as always, Jason, it's been uh, great spending uh, some time chatting with you and catching yeah, up. Yeah, good chat. Good, good. Yeah, same. Same here. And I'm John. And I'm Jason, and this has been Digital Divination. <laughs>